This is The Takeaway. I'm Celeste Headley. And I'm John Hockenberry. And now we turn back to the situation in Haiti. There's no help, no hospital, no electricity, nothing. No, no food, no food, no food, no water, nothing. There's too many people dying. This is the voice of a Haitian man in the streets of Port-au-Prince speaking to the BBC yesterday. Joining us now is Ansel Hertz, a freelance journalist in uh, Port-au-Prince. And, uh, you know, th- that pretty much sums up the sense that we're getting from the relief community as well as people on the streets that uh, uh, most places people are seeing no relief and uh, they're not getting the help that they need. Uh, g- give us a sense of uh, where things stand this morning before first light uh, after another grim night in uh, Port-au-Prince, Ansel. It's essentially what, what you just said. I've not seen uh, large-scale relief efforts in any part of the city, nor have I, I heard of them uh, from other Haitians or aid workers. Uh, people are still just scrambling to get their bearings uh, because the communication lines are still almost entirely down. Uh, I can't use my cell phone, and neither can uh, my friends and, and people that I need to get in touch with. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, the situation is very similar to what it was immediately after the earthquake. People are still out in the streets, uh, I think, worried about buildings collapsing. Uh, they're still without food and water and, and health care. Um, so the, the situation is still extremely grim. Although uh, people in Haiti are not perhaps without the means to take matters into their own hands, there's a long tradition of freelance militias in uh, Haiti. Is there any sign that uh, people are organizing around uh, weapons and maybe taking matters into their own hands, getting food, water, etc., dealing with relief supplies? I've not witnessed or heard any of that uh, myself. I saw something on the Internet uh, about somebody um, carrying machetes, but I asked aid workers yesterday and, and other Haitians, and uh, as I traveled around the city, I, I saw no uh, violence of any kind. I did not see people uh, holding weapons. Uh, certainly there is tension on the streets. Uh, you know, at the airport, for example, people were arguing with each other and, and getting a bit, uh, just a little bit physical here and there, but no wide-scale violence that I know of, of, of any kind. Um, I was out all night uh, after the earthquake and, and walking around in Port-au-Prince downtown uh, the day afterwards and in, in some of the most notoriously violent parts of the town, uh, Cité Soleil and Bel Air. And I, again, saw no violence of any kind. Uh, people are really just trying to rely on each other and, and rely on themselves to, to try to survive. A, fu- um, a, final, a final assessment, uh, Ansel. Uh, do you think that's because the people are in shock still because of the earthquake? Or is there an expectation that only uh, calm is going to bring an orderly distribution of relief supplies? I think people realize that, that they need to just uh, do what's best here and, and, and that violence is not going to help the situation. I, when, I, when I talk to Haitians, they, they tend to say that they're waiting for some kind of help, and they're not necessarily confident that it's going to come. But uh, they they realize that you know fighting isn't going to help, and, and that uh, oftentimes I, I heard singing uh, in the middle of the night, uh, just families that are out in the street that you know they were singing together, uh, singing hymns uh, to try to try to console each other. Well, keeping um, keeping and, the peace for the time being uh, in in yeah. certainly the wake of. Uh, the severe earthquake and the waiting for the help. That's the story at this hour. Ansel Hertz is a freelance journalist in Port-au-Prince. Thank you, Ansel.